0: What is going on, friends? Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, brought to you by our friends, of course, at Pepsi, who want to remind you that this football season is different, but Pepsi, of course, is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season, because Pepsi, of course, is the refreshment to get you through any game day, because it's not made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Remember to go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Hello friends, Billy Rossetti of SI Panthers with you here on a Tuesday, December 1st. Can you believe we have made it to the month of December? This crazy year is finally almost coming to to an end. It's, you know, we obviously obviously went through a whole lot. This uh this calendar year, so it's really nice to know that it's nearing the end, and hopefully things will start to slowly come back to normal a little bit. But I appreciate you guys hanging in there and sticking with me. It's always always a great time to have you guys on board here. We're gonna talk a little bit about a little bit of an update we got actually on Monday on the status of wide receiver uh, wide receiver DJ Moore, and it was some positive news, which was good to hear. So we'll talk about that. And uh, you know some other notes. We'll also look at the snap counts and maybe some PFF grades from Sunday's loss to the Minnesota Vikings. So let's jump right into it here. Let's talk about uh, the big story again. The what? Uh, the update that we got on wide receiver on wide receiver. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm having trouble saying that today. Wide receiver DJ Moore. Uh, we know, of course, Moore went down with that. Uh, an apparent ankle injury pretty much right at the end of, uh, or near the end of Sunday's loss to the Vikings. And there was obviously some concern with the way he was kind of grabbing at his ankle and, uh, being helped, helped off the field. And the fact that it was a non-contact injury, which we know tends to be, uh, more often, more often than not, a more serious injury than uh than a contact injury, but fortunately we did get some positive notes from head coach Matt Rule. Um, Matt Rule at least uh, Matt Rule did at least say, "quote I don't have the full details, but there was concern. Uh, they x-rayed it, and there was no break. It seems like an ankle. How severe that ankle is? Excuse me, how severe that ankle is? I don't know, but I would not rule him out next week." against Denver that's the key that's the key quote from from Matt Rule right there you know obviously maybe um maybe quelling some fears maybe not trying to get people worked up but that was an interesting quote right there that Matt Rule said he would not rule him out for next week against Denver and again we're talking of course about the following Sunday because the uh he at least gets these extra days to rest because the Panthers are on a bye. So at least um, if there was a time, you know, obviously you never want to see a player get injured, but if at least if there was a time for this to happen, the more it was this week that he gets that extra week to, uh, to rest up a little bit and, and see how the ankle responds. We'll see how he does. If he's able to get back to practice next week. And then obviously we'll see come week 14, uh, if he's going to be able to go, Against the Denver Broncos, so definitely uh, an encouraging note there from Matt Rule. So you know we just kind of have to hang tight here as we get through the uh, as we get through the bye week a little bit, and again just kind of hope that things work out better in uh or work out in more in Moore's favor because we obviously don't want to see him do uh or you know, be out for quite some time. Uh, So there was that news uh, on the injury front. There was also another bit of news from the Panthers on the COVID side of things. And that was that uh, Yitor Gross Matos, of course the second round rookie was placed on the reserve COVID list on Monday. And, you know, I kind of been thinking about this a little bit too, even before, um, I think what kind of made me think a little bit about this too, was, uh, watching the Monday night game last week or last night, excuse me, between the Seahawks and the Eagles. They made a note that the Seahawks are the only team in the league that has not put a single player or has not had a single player test positive for COVID. And obviously, you know, fantastic job by the Seahawks, but we do at least have to give the Panthers a little bit of credit too, because, they didn't they have not had a lot of players get placed on the the covid list as well i mean the the list is pretty small if you think about it i mean gross Matos, and i mean they even have the note here on the panthers website on the the quick article that they made gross Matos is the first player the panthers have put on the reserve covid list since Rasul douglas and remember that was back in back before halloween that was on october 23rd so the panthers went about five weeks between putting players on the reserve COVID-19 list. Now, again, uh, we don't know, because teams, of course, can't disclose whether a player tested positive. Obviously, it'll likely come out through reports whether whether or not he did test positive. But, of course, the team themselves cannot say whether the player tested positive or whether uh, he was just close, uh, closely exposed to someone that had it, but the list of players that have been on the list. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So let, let's give a little bit of credit here to the Panthers that they've only had a select few players. In fact, what the only player off off the top of my head that that we know tested positive for COVID uh, was was Chris Reed. Um, we know, of course, a couple other players have been on the reserve COVID list. Players like uh, Michael Schofield, Trent Scott, Joey Sly. They, of course, had that one little week that they put a handful of players. But other than that, the Panthers really, and then, of course, again, Rasul Douglas and now Gross Models. But other than that, the Panthers really haven't had a lot of players on the reserve COVID-19 list. So, you know, credit the Panthers for being one of those teams that have been, you know, pretty cautious and um, being able to have this We'll say as best under control as we can. Obviously, with something like this, you know, you never know what can happen. But obviously, we know things could have been a lot worse. They could have been in the situation that uh, the Balt or the Tennessee Titans were in earlier this season, than the New England Patriots, and now, of course, the Baltimore Ravens. So, just a you know, quick shout out to the Panthers as a whole for you know having a solid season in terms of not having to have a lot of players on the reserve list. So, just wanted to give them a, a shout out there real quick. So, again, the big store or the main roster news again from Monday. Positive news on DJ Moore, not ruled out for week 14 against the Broncos, and then Yitor Matos placed on the reserve COVID list for the Panthers. So,
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: Like I said, I want to touch quick on uh, some snap counts. We'll get into that in just a minute. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys, of course, that Pepsi is here for you to remind you that this football season is different but Pepsi's always here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it is made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com. Check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. So as we take a look at the snap counts here, uh, so we'll start by saying 65 offensive snaps for the Panthers this season, which has kind of been about, maybe we'll say kind of the average, because we've seen a lot of numbers in the 60s here on offense, and um, one positive note we could say right out of the bat, something we haven't seen in a while here, all the offensive linemen played all the snaps. You know, it helps that they have their starting, their main starting left tackle Russell Okung back in the mix, and everybody else was uh, set as well in, in the lineup. So for the first time in quite a bit, I think we've seen all five offensive linemen: Taylor Moten, Chris Reed, Matt Paradis, John Miller, and Russell Okung play every single offensive snap. And then same with Teddy Bridgewater in his first came back from that injury. D.J. Moore, before he went down with his injury, played fifty-nine of the sixty uh, of the sixty-five snaps, so once again, seeing the most snaps among the wide receivers. Robbie Anderson checks in with fifty-three of the sixty-five snaps, and of course, scoring his first touchdown since week two, so that was nice to see. And then, as, as far as the the other member of the big three there, Curtis Samuel, forty-two of the sixty-five snaps. But another solid day for him, uh, as we've been uh, as we've been seeing over the last about month or so, which has been nice to see. But Ian Thomas actually checked in with 43 of the 65 snaps, so two thirds, just about for Ian Thomas there. Uh, Mike Davis, in what may be his last game as the starter, you know we obviously don't know what's going on with Christian McCaffrey. Um, but I would say there's a chance he'll be back in the lineup for week 14, but Mike Davis, 37 of the 65 snaps, Chris Manhertz checks in with 25 and then Colin Thompson saw, uh, 24 snaps, which is at 37%, which, uh, highest in a few weeks, I think with Colin Thompson, he was up there a little bit and then he went down the last couple weeks. Now he's kind of back up there as they've been kind of rotating a little bit here, these three tight ends. And then Rodney Smith, we know he got a a few carries in this game, seven carries, 15 offensive snaps for him. Brandon Zylstra saw 14 snaps. Trenton Cannon, 10 snaps, and Alex Arma with three snaps. Uh, The notes that the Panthers site mentioned, Russell Okung and John Miller both returned to the lineup and played all of the snaps up front. And like we said, with DJ Moore played nearly every snap before, of course, leaving with the ankle injury and missing the four offensive snaps on Carolina's last drive. Curtis Samuel played just 65% of the snaps. That was his fewest since week seven against New Orleans. And then as far as the running backs, Mike Davis played just over 50% of the running back snaps, while Rodney Smith had seven rushes on his 15 snaps, and Trenton Cannon had four touches on his 10 snaps. As far as the defense goes, there were 73 defensive snaps, and it's the usual suspects playing all the snaps. Razul Douglas, Jeremy Chin, Trey Boston, and Shaq Thompson, while Justin Burris checking in with 71 of the 73 defensive snaps. Brian Burns, a nice healthy 62 there, 85%. Derek Brown, 53 of the 73 snaps, Troy Pride playing 51 snaps. Uh, Jermaine Carter, who's been getting a lot more time now with middle linebacker. Middle linebacker, excuse me. 47 snaps. So just a shade under two-thirds for him. Gross Matos, who of course we just mentioned on the COVID list now. Uh, 41 snaps for him. Corn Elder, who we know got burned a little bit on that game-winning touchdown by Chad Beebe. He played uh, 32 defensive snaps, as did Bravion Roy and Marquise Haynes, all checking in with 32, 28 snaps for Zach Kerr, 27 for FA Bada, 21 for Stanley Thomas Oliver, 11 for Austin Larkin, two snaps on defense for Miles Hartsfield, though he did see 16 snaps on special teams, and just one snap on Sunday for Tyre Whitehead. Not really surprising you know. we know at this point what Whitehead is and we know his time's his time's coming up uh, or coming to an end I should say in Carolina. Uh, the notes from the Panthers side, Jeremy Chin played 100% of the snaps for the fourth time this season. He ranks fourth among rookies with 87.8% of the defensive snaps played this season. Zach Kerr had a career high eight tackles with a pass deflection and a strip sack despite only playing 28 snaps. Uh the before, the aforementioned Jermaine Carter and Tyre Whitehead. Jermaine Carter got the start and played 60 64% of the snaps at middle linebacker. Tyre Whitehead played just one snap and Gross Grossmottos, 56% of snaps, his second highest percentage this season. And then among the core special teamers, uh was Julian Stanford, Chris Orr, and Kenny Robinson are your main guys with 16 special team snaps. Nate Charles Jamerson had 12, including, of course, the uh, offsides when he thought he had the the blocked extra point, but he was offsides. And then guys like Farrell uh, Cooper had 9, Tyler Larson 7, Michael Schofield 7, Trent Scott with 7. So, those are, and then, of course, uh, Joey Sly, you know, your Actual specialist Joey Sly, thirteen special team snaps. JJ Jansen with ten, and Joseph Charlton with ten. So that's how the snap counts kind of broke down on Sunday. So this, you know, we've settled in with this rotation, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and especially on the uh, the defensive front where Brian Burns sees, uh, you know, a high percentage, not not the entire. Percentage, you know, to at least give him some rest, but he's a high percentage. Derek Brown is right there with him, and then you kind of have a bit of a mix between uh, Yito Matos there at the other end, and Marquise Haynes getting a little bit of time, and as well as uh, you know, you're seeing Corn Elder get a lot more time. Uh, Stanley Thomas Oliver's quietly been getting some more playing time as well. they they're starting to get a lot of these young guys in. Even these uh these late late round picks. I mean, at this point, they're pretty much playing all their draft picks. You know, Derek Brown obviously is getting a lot of time at D tackle. Uh, Jeremy Chin, of course, Etor Grossmanos. They're all getting in there. Troy Pride has gotten some starts, and then uh, now Kenny Robinson, again, f- been on the the active roster for a few weeks now, mostly playing special teams, but at least getting out there. And then Braveon Roy and Stanley Thomas Oliver both getting some snaps now on defense. So I've said in the past, you know, it wouldn't be surprising if in a couple of years, if these guys develop, that all these guys with the Panthers drafted could see some playing time, uh, and, per- and some perhaps more significantly than they are now, uh, within the next, you know, say two years, when they really start to kind of come into their own. At least you hope they start to come into their own. So, But that's where we've kind of settled in with the rotation again, especially on the uh, the defensive side of the football. Uh, so, real quick, of course, want to give a shout out to our friends over at Built Go. Of course, um, you know, we're big, big friends with uh, Built Bar and, of course, Built Go, their new, their excellent new product that helps you break through whatever wall you may be dealing with in life a mental wall, a physical wall, whatever the case may be. These are the perfect pouches to get you through your day because it's like having a five-hour energy without without worrying about that crash feeling or, you know, it's like drinking a, a monster drink but only having a third of the caffeine and better results and they come in easy to take in one and a half ounce packages and they come in three delicious flavors such as peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut and chocolate mint and how does Build Bu- Built Go work so well? Well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. And collagen protein is fast absorbing, which means it gets into my system fast and it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work, such as beta-alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Built Go then kicks to keep me going strong with B6 and B12, 10,000% of your daily percentage. And collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, and... Hair and skin health, which is stuff that literally makes you look better. So visit BuiltGo.com. Use the promo code LOCKED, and you will get 20% off your next order. So, again, that's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. So shout-out to them as well for their, their great support here of the podcast. So to wrap things up here on this Tuesday edition, uh bit of an interesting story I just came across here. Christian McCaffrey, you know, we know he's trying to work his way back onto the field. But he's doing something really incredible off the field. Christian McCaffrey actually just announced on Monday the launch of his new foundation. Simply called the Christian McCaffrey Foundation. Which pledges, pledges to, quote, show up for our, our servicemen and women, veterans, veterans and military families to support them where their need is greatest. By responding to the most pressing needs and challenges of military families, we will best serve those who serve us, unquote. And McCaffrey said on social media, he said, quote, I've always been inspired by the bravery, resilience, and selfless service of our military. This foundation strives to honor and support military men and women, first responders, and their families, while also remaining nimble to act in real time to address the most significant needs of the moment. Unquotes. So you you know launched it on Twitter. Um, so again, the Christian McCaffrey uh, Christian McCaffrey Foundation. Uh, so it looks like a great organization helping support uh, families of you know the servicemen and women and their families. If you want to go check out Christian McCaffrey's Foundation, it is. Christian McCaffrey 22.org. So, a real simple website there. Christian McCaffrey 20, the number 22.org. Go check it out. A uh, lot of great stuff. You can even sign up for their newsletter and be entered to win a pair of McCaffrey's official My Cause, My Cleats, custom designed by Souls by Sir. So,. Uh, A lot of good stuff going on there. So check it out again. That's Christian McCaffrey22.org. So big shout out to them. So
1: is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Just wanted to get, get that in there, and thought that was a nice little positive way to wrap up the podcast here. So, but actually, before we wrap things up, do want to give a shout out to one of our uh, fellow shows here at the network. Our good friends Peacock and Williamson, Uh, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So, of course, go check them out. Great friends of mine. And, of course, you know, keep it tuned in here, too, to this podcast because we'll just have a good time as well. So thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to wrap it up here. Appreciate, excuse me, appreciate you guys sticking and staying with me. Uh, again, follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore and follow the podcast wherever you get your listening pleasure. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. We'll see you soon.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.